And that whole bowl with a southern twang show is back. Coming to you something like live out of San Antonio, the 210. Of course, I'm the host of the best fucking podcast on the planet, Joe Madness. So we got a big show for you today. It's huge. It's massive. Ginormous. So, it's a couple days before my birthday. Before the birth year, right? What does that mean to everybody when that particular time comes around? I don't know if it means anything to me. I just kind of feel like I'm getting older. I feel like... But like maybe I'm a little bit wiser than I was yesterday. Right? <laughs> so I'm still sick. I still still haven't heard back from the job yet. But it's kind of strange though. I got an email. They actually allowed me to to view the results of my drug test and background check. Now, I mean, I don't really know how to read, you know, a drug test. Other than, you know, if it says negative, then you're good, right? But if any of those little fucking spaces says positive, then you got some explaining to do, (laughs) all right? You guys remember that fucking old uh, I Love Lucy episodes? Lucy, you got some explaining to do. I don't know, horrible Cuban accent, but, you know, I'm not Cuban, so, the fuck, right? But, yeah, I just, uh, I was looking at it. I was like, all right, well, I think, I mean, come on, I should already know, right? Drug test is good, I don't do any fucking drugs. Um, and then I looked at the background check, and I was like, all right, there it is, right? There it is. There's the, uh, there's the charge I've been dealing with for the last year. Right? So that popped up, of course. And that's the only thing that popped up. I mean, what else is there? You know, I don't know if I've spoken on this before, you know, because I got a horrible memory. Everybody knows that. But I did get pulled over once in Tarrant County. You guys don't know where that's at. That is beautiful Dallas, right? And, um, actually I didn't get pulled over, but, um, I was already pulled over. Like I pulled myself over hours before the pulling over actually happened. Let me, let me tell you what happened, right? So I actually went to this bar with this female. I don't know if it was a date or whatever. I don't know. It's, it's just one of those, Hey, We're here to fucking waste time so I can get your panties later. I mean, it's just one of those. Let's be honest, right? I mean, we weren't together. I don't, hell, I don't even know her fucking name. I was plastered. We decided to fucking leave the establishment where we were drinking. And I had a Jeep at the time. I don't know. 
I don't know who initiated this. It's probably me, you know? Like, if you see me right now, I probably, probably should raise my hand. And of course, I initiated it, right? But I don't remember, like, the, the minutes leading up to it, but somehow we wound up in the back seat. And we were beginning to fuck. And all of a sudden, you see these lights shining in the Jeep, right? And I'm like, oh my gosh, what's going on here? But yeah, it was was the Captain Save-A-Hose, you know? Dallas Police Department. So, you know, it's really cold outside. I had my pants down. And, uh, I don't know how they got in, but they did. And... You couldn't pull your pants up, right? They were like, ma'am, did he rape you? You know, and I was just like, oh my gosh. What if she thinks it's funny? And she's like, yes, he did. He totally did rape me, sir. And they just hauled me off. I'm like, no, no, it wasn't me. Ah. You know, so that could have very well happened. But, um, but yeah, I don't, I don't even know why I'm telling you guys this. I mean, I think I've told you guys before, but. I guess at this point, I'm just kind of burning up time. I don't know. I don't know what's going on right now. Um, (coughs) But yeah. um, What was I saying anyways? But yeah, that that didn't pop up because, you know. You know what? You know what's fucked up? When that happened, I found out years later that I could be considered a... A sexual predator or offender or something. Like, if I would have got, like, a ticket for that, you know what I mean? Like, I could have had that shit on my ass. You know? For fucking in a car, no less. Like, what? She was older than me, too, I think. So, there's that. Anyway, so. Yeah, anyways. I was uh, was checking all that shit out, and I was like, all right, well, everything looks in order, you know? So, I guess I'm just waiting for an email from them saying, hey, come on in for fucking stupid training, you know? Because that's what we're going to do. We're going to fucking stupid train you. Like, I've always, I've always hate, hated that. Like, you fucking go somewhere for a job. Like, you're just starting, they want to train you. You know, and it's like you don't fucking learn anything. Like, everything that you do when you start the actual job, like when you're working, it's like you never learned any of that shit in training. It's like all the shit you learned in training was like, hey, if fucking the sky falls, this is what you do. You know, it's like shit that is, I guess the probability of that happening is so minuscule. That, yeah, it's like, let's teach you what ifs, you know, I kind of feel like that's a lot in, you know, when, when you're taught things and, you know, your future jobs or whatever, I feel like it's always what ifs, you know, instead of show me what I need to know, motherfucker, you know, you know what I mean? You're like, oh shit, this situation came up. And it comes up a lot, but we never learned about it in training. Oh, no. So, yeah. I think it's fucked up, right? It's fucked up. 
So, just waiting on the email. As soon as I get that, then I guess I'll find out the verdict, you know? But yeah, man, it, it just, I don't know, it kind of baffles me, though, like how hard it is to get a fucking job. You know, it's like really hard. I mean, you're you're probably looking at about a month or two, usually, trying to find a fucking job. You know, any job whatsoever. Like I've mentioned to you guys, I haven't even been picky about trying to get any fucking jobs. And it's just been ridiculous. So, so yeah, I'm, I'm kind of banking on this coming through. So, if uh, if it doesn't, then, uh, you know what I mean? Like, that's the only thing I have. I don't, I don't fucking, I don't know anything else. I'm just like, alright. Hopefully this one comes through, because... I think I put in, like, I don't know, 50 applications, and, like, I really didn't hear back from anybody, and if I did hear back, it was like, yeah, we've, um, we've decided to go in another direction, you know, proceed with other candidates that aren't you, so, yeah, fuck off, right, I think everybody's gotten that email before, like, hey, we're going, we're going with this motherfucker over here, you know? He seems like way better than you. So, you know what? We're going with this bitch over here. She has she has a nice looking pussy. You know? Haven't seen it yet, but, uh... You know, I was Facebook stalking her. And it kind of looks like, yep, she might have a good pussy, so we're going to have to hire her. So, yeah, it's just, I haven't heard back from anybody. I, the only person I did hear back from that was some type of light in a dark hole, I guess, was was this job, you know, I've been talking about the past couple episodes, so. Anyways, just kind of moving along, right? There was this thing that's happened that's been going on. Like, it hasn't been going on here lately, but I've been seeing it on the internets, right? Like, uh, specifically YouTube. You know, and it's it's just one of those things, like, like, it's like, goddamn, man. Like, you don't even know what to think about it. Like, it's fucking hilarious, and then you're just like, man, is that fucked up, or is it not fucked up? Because it's like, what type of level are you wanting to place this on the fucked up scale, you know, on the meter? You know, what I'm talking about is, uh, you know, there's, there's a basketball thing on on tv uh i think it's called inside the nba you know as charles barkley shaquille o'neal um the white guy i mean i don't fucking know his name but he's fucking hilarious but the white guy and then uh kenny smith right so they talk basketball and whatnot one of the segments that they have on the show is called Shacked in a Fool. Like Shack and then Thin. You know, Shacked in a Fool. It's kind of a play on words, right? Acting a Fool, Shacked in a Fool. So, anyways, uh, basically what this is, it's a segment about, you know, players in the NBA. They show, I guess they show highlights or clips of them doing stupid shit, you know, like, oh my gosh, did he just do that, you know what I mean, which is, I don't know, it's fucking hilarious, it's like, damn, like, who's looking for these, you know what I'm saying, like, 
You know there's somebody out there that gets paid to find these fucking clips for these people, you know? Because Shaquille O'Neal ain't in the back fucking, oh shit. Oh, this is a good one, you know what I mean? Like, I can't, I can't picture him, you know, going through the whole archive of videos, you know, for the games, and then just, you know, finding all these plays. And then the ones that they do show are just like, god damn. Like, did that really happen? You know what I mean? <coughs> so, so yeah, one of the things, one of the long recurring you know, people, one of the people that have been popping up on that, on that show, on that segment, you know, it's just been one guy over and over and over. And apparently this isn't going on anymore, but I came across this and it's apparently happened like a year ago, right? It's like, it's been going on for, like it stopped a year ago, but prior to that, it was going on for like six to eight years, Right. Oh, one player. They were just kept fucking... Oh, my gosh. They just kept riding this motherfucker, you know? Like, anything he would do would end up on this segment. It's just like, fuck. I mean, if you're that guy and you just keep popping up on there, you're like, fuck, man. Can't catch a fucking break. This is embarrassing. You know what I'm saying? Like, shit. Could you imagine somebody recording you at your job? And then, oh shit, he's picking his nose, you know? You farted and, I don't know, you know, there's, there's this picture in your head when you see, when you think of somebody farting, you know, they like lift up their leg, right? You know what I mean? And they let it rip. Could you imagine? They're like, oh shit, he's farting, his leg's coming up. Do you imagine like you're at your job and they're just fucking... You're just nitpicking everything you fucking do. Maybe you're just having a bad day. And I don't know. You fucking you slip and fall or something. I mean, I don't I don't fucking know. Right? Whatever it is you do. Like you're on you're on the fucking you're on this segment. Like all the fucking time. For eight years. And this guy's name is Javel McGee. Every time he pops up, they're like, JaVel McGee! And then they show him like fucking hopping on players backs and like riding them so to speak like he's so tall right because he's a fucking center and some of the guys are shorter and he's like turning around and they're just like right there tying their shoe or something i don't know and he's like fucking he just winds up on their back and it looks like he's riding them it's fucking weird and hilarious at the same time you know just fucking just little stupid shit you know like like, he misses a free throw, you know? He, he fucking shoots a basket, and he doesn't even, even hit the rim. Just, I don't know, just whatever, man. Whatever whatever you can think of. Whatever you can think of that's just fucking embarrassing. Like, you can look this up on YouTube. It's worth the fucking YouTube lookup. You probably type in, like, JaVel McGee, Shaq, and then it'll pop up, you know? Like, they even have this one fucking video... It conveniently groups every time he's been on this segment. So you can see them all together. It's fucking funny, man. And sad. Like, this thing got so bad and embarrassing for this guy that his team, which is which was the Warriors at the time, 
like he doesn't play for them anymore. He plays for the for the Lakers. But at the time he was playing for the Warriors. You know, and this is basketball, right? The team actually contacted the network where they air, you know, this inside the NBA, right? The show. And they were like, hey man, can you guys back off? You know, JaVel McGee? Cause uh yeah, he's not he's not loving this. This thing you guys are doing on Shacked in the Fool. You know, he's really upset over this. Can you guys back off of him? And then they actually they they actually had to remove him from the segment, you know, because of that. Even the moms got involved, like Shaquille O'Neal's mom and JaVel McGee's mom and you know, JaVel's mom was saying how her son was being cyberbullied. Well, I guess it's a form of cyberbullying. I mean, I don't know. But yeah, it even got really heated though. They they were going off of, you know, on Twitter, they were going off each other, you know, like fucking talking shit. It's just like, damn, man. I mean, the guys on the show were like, oh, he can't take a joke. Yeah, bitch, it's funny for like a couple times. But it's like, fuck, you gonna do it for eight years? Like, I'm the only guy that plays NBA. Like, come on. Like, I'm the only guy that plays this sport. There's nobody else you could show. Nobody else does anything fucking hilarious. I'm apparently the comedian of the NBA. I bet I bet you that's what he was thinking. Like, fuck my life. Like, can I catch a break? Shit. Fuck. You know? So, yeah, man. Like, I don't know. I just can't imagine, like, working somewhere and then being chastised. Like, for every little thing you do, you know? And they never show any of the good shit he ever does, you know? Like, they never did. It was just, like, fucking bashing the fuck out of them. And these were, like, ha-ha. You know, it wasn't, like, ha-ha. It was more, like, fucking knockout blows. You know what I mean? You ever get in this heated argument with somebody? And you guys are just talking shit. And then it gets to the point where you cross that line of no return. You're fucking throwing them fucking bows. You know what I'm saying? Like... Everything that's coming out of your mouth is shooting out with a vengeance. And it's just looking to knock bitches out. You know what I mean? So, that's what it seemed like to me, man. Like, it was funny, and then it was like, damn. That's mean. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I'm just, I don't know. I guess I'm glad that they... They sorted that shit out. I mean, that's that's kind of fucked up, man. I can't I can't imagine that, you know, going through any of that, you know, and just and when he called him out on Twitter, like Javel called out Shaq on Twitter, you know, he was just like, "Damn, man, this dude's been up on my nuts for eight years." Like, dang, you know what I mean? Like, he didn't really say anything mean. But but then Shaq got on and he was like, "I'll slap your punk ass" or some shit like that. You know, like, real mean stuff, you know? And it's just like, dang, dude. You could have just been like, man, it's been a good eight years, you know? Whatever, you know, something like that, you know what I mean? Like, it's been a good eight years, like, it was funny or whatever. 
I mean, you just fucking... You clowned on this guy for a long time. That was like, fuck. It's like, uh, I guess, I guess I can, I can compare it to like, I don't know, um, I don't know, what, what, what can we think of right now? Just like right off the bat, real quick. Um, okay, what, what if you're, what, what if you're playing like, um, you're playing like, what is that game called? Softball, right? With friends and family or something, right? Like you're playing a game and then you went out one time and you fucking just, you swung, you fucking swung again, you swung and maybe you spun around and you struck out, right? And then every time you went up to bat after that, they were like, hey, come here comes that pussy that's gonna fucking strike out again. Oh, watch out. He can't hit nothing. You know, like, for fucking eight years, they're just... I don't know. They're saying some shit to you like that. Like, that wasn't very mean, but I don't know. I don't know what you could say it's mean. I've never really played softball. That's pretty much an understatement because I've never played softball. So, I I don't know. What what kind of mean shit would you say to somebody who struck out? I don't know. Hey, get your eyeballs checked, bitch. I I mean, I don't know. Is that even mean? I don't fucking know. But you get what I'm saying, like, <clears throat> you do some shit like that, and then for the next six years, every time you guys play, they're just, they're fucking clowning on your ass for that, you know, for that one moment, it's just like, goddamn, like, I fucking struck out, and like, shit, get off my balls. On that note, let's kick this shit off. And that whole bow is back on the mic. All right. Before I tell you about this one thing that's new on the app. You know, I wanted to talk about a couple things. You know, I it's actually kind of funny, though, because on the on the first segment, right, the intro, I was supposed to speak on this already. <coughs> Like, that's what I had it in my head that I was going to talk about because I, I found it interesting. And I think a lot of a lot of people out there would be interested in knowing how how sponsorship and advertising works for podcasts, you know, and, you know, what whatnot. Right. There's probably a couple guys out there that are like, I wonder how it works. You know, like, I'm sure you could do the like work yourself and find it. I mean, I found it before. But, um, why do that when you can sit here and listen to me talk? And then I'll tell you, right? Um, there's a couple things I want to talk about. So, before I forget, you know, there's, there's a couple of annoying things out there that people do. It just kind of seems like people, they don't really, I don't know, they don't really say anything. To these people when they see it. You just kind of like turn the other cheek, right? Like you're not going to sit there and call them out on it. Because it seems like everybody does it. 
But just like shit that people do that annoys the fuck out of you, right? I don't know. There's just like one thing in particular I could think of like right off the bat. So you guys are standing there, right? By you guys, I just mean like you guys, right? Like you, you guys. <laughs> um, you guys are standing there, and then I don't know. Maybe one of you uses a girl. Maybe all he uses a girl, or maybe use a guy, and she's a girl, and he's a guy, and then the other one's a girl. I don't know. Doesn't really matter. But you know, the bitches are wearing pants, right? And you know they got a fat ass or they got they got a body, they got curves. Well you know that shit ain't fucking falling, right? Like them bumps. They carrying around. They holding them pants up. You know what I'm saying? Like you already know. But then bitches just all of a sudden they bust out in the dance. They do the fucking hopping up thing and they're grabbing the side of the the trousers and they're pulling up their pants. It's just like, what the fuck are you doing? Bitch, you know damn well your pants ain't falling. Get out of here with that. Like, that's all I'm saying. You know what I mean? Like, you see this all the time. Bitches be jumping up and down acting like their pants are falling. It's like, no, you know they ain't falling. Especially if they like fat stuff, you know what I'm saying? Like, them pants are barely... Like, they're holding on for dear life. There's no more room. There's no more extra room for anything else. They're like, ah! You know, like, the seams are fucking... They're holding on. They're like, ah, we're not gonna rip. You know what I mean? So, for them to know already that their their shit's tight as fuck, and then they want to sit there and act like their shit's falling, like, come on, man, get off the bullshit, Right? You guys have all seen it. I see it all the time. I can't say I'm sick of seeing it because, you know what? Nothing wrong with bitches jumping up and down and making making them pants tighter than what they need to be, right? Right? So, I don't know. Hopefully the girl I'm with don't, don't do that shit because, oh my gosh. Let me tell you, that shit is fucking annoying and kind of hilarious to watch. Not going to lie. You know, from from my travels, having to use the bus as transportation. You know, I, I don't know if I mentioned this before. I probably have. It kind of bothers me. And I don't understand it is uh, is when people are exiting the bus it doesn't matter if they exit from the front or the back. They feel the need to yell. Like, thank you. Thank you. Have a good day. You're just like, shut your whole ass up. I'm trying to enjoy this peace and quiet. And you're fucking making noise. Like, first of all, it's like, why are you yelling? And then it's like, why are you thanking people? Like, did you get on this motherfucker for free? Because I paid money to get on here. Like, if you're getting on for free, I mean, that's kind of fucked up, right? Like, it's cool you got it like that, but still, it's fucked up because I ain't got it like that, so. You know what I mean? 
So, yeah, that's just one thing I never understood. Like, they are always thanking the bus driver. Like, um, when I first started hearing it, I was like, what the fuck? You know, because they seem, like, really thankful. Like, like the bus driver let them make it. You know, and if you never heard that term before, it's like, it's like when you do something, you do something stupid, and then the person that has the authority to, you know, put the screws on you, kind of looks the other cheek. Or let's say that you're trying to buy something at a convenience store, you don't have enough money, and the cashier's just like, eh, go ahead and take it. You know what I mean? So, yeah, it's kind of like the bus driver let them make it, you know? And then they're like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. You know, like, they're so happy and thankful, you know? Because, I don't know, I don't fucking know that's the reason why I'm talking about it right now. Because I don't fucking know. It kind of bothers me. So, (coughs) yeah, I I don't fucking understand it. But um, but then I started thinking about it. I was like, why would they thank him? You know, and then uh, this is what I came up with. You know, there's been plenty of times that I've been walking around, you know, because I was too stubborn to even try to ride the bus. And then I was just so tired from walking around. I was like, I can't fucking know that anymore. You know, because I didn't want to walk anymore. I was just like, ah. So, I fucking just, I would get on the bus. You know, and I would feel like really thankful. Because I was like, man, I'm glad this stupid bus exists. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, so I guess I can kind of relate it to that. Or like, um, or like when it's really nasty outside. And like, you know, you know you shouldn't be driving. But you get in your car anyways because you got some shit to do. Right? You got to get to work. You got to drop the kids off. You got to do this. You got to do that. Whatever. So, you know, if you got somebody driving you around, because, I mean, nobody likes to drive in shitty weather. You know, nobody wants to be a part of that shit, right? Like, I guess you're just grateful that they showed up to work. So, you're, you know, you're, um. You're provided with an opportunity to be able to ride the bus, I guess. Maybe maybe that's what it is. I don't know. I just think it's silly thinking them when you fucking paid. I don't know why. I just, I, I, I think it's stupid. Like, I paid my money. Like, why am I thanking you? That's the only thing I came up with, though. It's just like, you're giving driven around, so I guess you should be thankful. But I got charged, so... Isn't that a form of me, like, thanking you is by paying you? I don't know. Right? Am I wrong or am I right? I don't fucking know. So, that's just, um, just a couple thoughts, really, that I've been having in my head. You know, another thing that really, really annoys the fuck out of me, that, um, you know, it's another thing I don't really have any control over, Right? Because these are all things that we don't have control over, but that we we see out in the world because it happens, you know? 
But yeah, we don't have any control over it. We don't have any control over people hopping up and down, pretending like their fucking pants are falling with their fucking very well know that those motherfuckers aren't going to fall, right? Belt or no belt. Those bitches ain't going anywhere. Or people thinking the bus driver for whatever reason. And we ain't got no control over that, do we? So I just kind of feel like this is another thing that is annoying, but we have no control over. Like when I talk on the phone, I don't want anybody to hear my goddamn conversation. I don't care what we're talking about. We can talk about we be talking about sex. We be talking about food. We can be talking about nothing. Like it doesn't it does not matter. I don't I don't want anybody hearing my shit, right? So I just I don't know, it bothers me when people have they have a conversation on the phone and they have the person that they're speaking with on speaker. You know, I don't even know why phone companies came up with this speaker bullshit. Like, it's just annoying. I don't know. Like, I fucking hate speaker. So, I mean, the only the only way I'll use speaker, if I ever do use it, if it ever happens, it's going to happen... When nobody's around me and I'm all alone, you know what I mean? That might happen. Maybe. Even then, it's just like, eh, I hate speaker. You know what I mean? So, so yeah, I, I just fucking hate it. It's like, why can't you get a headset, you know, put your earphones in or whatever, whatever you got to do so I don't fucking hear your goddamn conversation. Ah, it is so fucking annoying. I hate it. And then when that person on the speaker says something they shouldn't have said, those people act like, why are you listening? It's like, bitch, it's in my fucking ear. What do you want me to do? You're the one that did this because you're too lazy to put your fucking headset on. You're too lazy to fucking hold that goddamn phone up to ear. It's just like... It's on the flip side too, though. You know, when you're talking to somebody and they got your ass on speaker, you know, they got you on speaker and they want to act like, oh my gosh, all of a sudden they're embarrassed. They're, they're fucking upset at something that you said, something that came out your mouth, right? It's like, you're the one that had me on speaker. Get out of here with your lazy ass. Like, should you put your fucking headset on? And the other person, the people in the room wouldn't have heard me say that I wanted to lick your pussy or whatever. You know, whatever came out your mouth. I don't know. Could have been something embarrassing. Like, hey, that's funny. Like, nobody knows about your third nipple. You know what I mean? Like, how's that my fault that you got me on speaker? You know, my stupid ass is going to say all sorts of shit. So... Yeah, I don't know. Does that bother anybody else or just me? I mean, those are three legit things, I think, that are bothersome to me. Like, I'm not going to I'm not gonna see this or encounter this, and then it's going to bother me for the rest of the day. I'm talking about, like, in the moment, it's annoying. 
And it's just like, oh my gosh. Like I wish I wish I had a 50 cal right now so I can fucking fucking blow him in the face. You know? I wish I had a fucking flare gun so I can shoot him in the nuts. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like something. I wish I had a fucking a fish so I can smack him in the face with it. Or a chicken, you know? So, so yeah, I feel like those are all legit things that are annoying that nobody says anything about. I'm not going to lie, though. If I was in a position to say something about, you know, some of these things, I would, right? But sometimes you just got to let shit go. Sometimes it's not that serious. You know, you know what I'm saying? And then other times you're, you know, you're able to fucking say something about the shit that bothers you, you know, like on this podcast, like I'm, I'm able to sit here and talk about whatever the fuck I want to talk about and people are going to listen. Ask me why I don't fucking know. Why are you guys listening? No idea, but it's fucking awesome, right? It's awesome to have a platform, the opportunity to speak on stuff that you feel is important, you feel that nobody talks about, you feel the world should know, or should have a conversation on, and you're able to do that, you know, you're able to speak, speak up about about stuff, and it's a beautiful thing, people, it really is, you know, one thing that, um, that I've seen here lately, you know, with the boom of Uber and Lyft, you know, the rideshare industry, you know, the taxis have have taken a hit. Have taken a considerable hit. You know, it's obvious, right? It's quite noticeable that not a lot of people take taxis as much as they used to. You know, and you know what? Them old taxis back in like the 70s, they look kind of sexy. I'm not going to lie. Those are badass cars. I don't know what kind of cars they were, but fuck. You know what I mean? Taxis nowadays, I mean, I don't know. They're they're pretty much anything that says taxi. Anything you can put taxi on a motherfucker. So, but yeah, they, they've taken a considerable decline in the industry as far as you know, the customer base goes because of Uber and Lyft, you know, and these rideshare companies. And now, you know, they're, I bet, I bet all of them, all three of those are now worried about the scooter business, you know, because now you got what? You got Lemons, I think it's called Lemons. And then you got Bird. And then you got, uh, I think, I think the third one's Razor, I think. So those are the big ones that I know of. That I've seen personally around town, right? So, so yeah, you got the scooters, and then you got the fucking the rideshare companies. You know, one thing that I've noticed that the taxi companies have been have been um, like really adamant about is. Making sure that people know that their drivers 
are FBI fingerprinted, which means they've been, I guess, they have some type of FBI clearance saying that they're good. You know what I mean? Like, they're not bad people. I mean, I don't fucking know. What does that mean? What does FBI stand for? Federal Bureau of Investigations. So if they clear you, what does that mean? It means you're not a killer. It means you don't rape people. I mean, what does that mean? I don't fucking know. I mean, do you? Do you know? I mean, let's be honest here. Most of the people that work taxi cabs, right? They're, uh, they're foreigners. So think about this. Those people that are FBI fingerprinted, you know, they pass the clearance or whatnot. I mean, what do they have to go off of? What if they came into this country like a year ago and they're working as a taxi cab driver? You know, if they go through the FBI fingerprinting thing, they get investigated. What is it going to what, what's going to pop up in that year if they've been in the U.S. and they haven't done anything? Nothing. Nothing's going to pop up because they're not in the database. You know, every every time they're prior that they haven't been in the U.S., all those years before they moved here, you know, those aren't accounted for. They're just accounting for that one year that they've been in the U.S. Because that's all they know. Let's say they came from, uh, I don't know, what... Mm, Turkey. Let's say they came from Turkey, right? I was going to say all these other countries, but I was like, no, let's go with Turkey, right? So the Turkey, the Turkish government's not going to give them all this information. You know what I mean? You know, I'm not pretty sure they're not going to ask. They're going to be like, hey, what do you think about this guy? Is he a good guy? What do y'all have on him? Tell me all about this guy. You know, they're probably just going to go based off of that one year that he's been, or she's been, in the U.S. You know, they could be like 35 and they've been in the U.S. for a year. What about those other 33 years, you know, those 34 years? You know, they're just going off based off that one year. So when you see that sign on the back of the taxi cab, you know, cars, you know, stating that, they're FBI fingerprinted, investigated, or whatever. I mean, just think about it. What does that really mean? I mean, if your taxi cab driver is a foreigner, they probably have not been in this country long enough to really establish anything, right? You know, quite possibly they haven't done anything bad. You know, they're maybe they're looking for a fresh start. I don't know. I don't know their life. But for that whole year that they've been here, though, that's all they have to go off of. So, you know, you don't really know. <laughs> that doesn't mean anything is what I'm getting at, you know? Because all those other years, they they don't know anything about them because they're from another country. So for them to, you know, freely advertise that, it's just kind of misleading, I think. Because unless that person is a, is a natural born, you know, citizen of the U.S., there's not going to be anything on that person, you know. You know, a substantial amount of 
of information, right? So for them to claim, hey, we're you were you know FBI fingerprinted or whatever, it's like, okay, what does that mean, bitch? Like, doesn't mean anything. I just, <laughs> I don't know. I just think it's hilarious. Like, I've seen it everywhere. Cause if you look at the fucking the cabs, like the taxi cabs, they blatantly put it on the back, really big, trying to make some type of statement. They're like, oh, these Uber drivers and you know Lyft drivers. You know, they're not, uh, they're not FBI fingerprinted, you know? It's just like, all right, that's kind of weird, but all right. And most of the people that drive taxis are foreigners. So I don't know. I guess it's like pick your poison, I guess. Right. And I'll tell you this though, to tell you this other thing, you know, it's that time of the year, you know, when, uh, you know, it's the holidays, it's Christmas, people are getting in the Christmas spirit, you know, there's a lot of uh, Santa Clauses out there, you know, in the shopping malls and um, regular malls and I don't know, what what else? Maybe maybe they have a Santa Claus at your job, you know, and you're able to take your kids up there. You know, when they hire these, these clauses, right, they're, they don't do any kind of checks, really, I don't think. And what I what, what I got to thinking just now was just like, wouldn't this be a perfect opportune for like, like an opportune moment for a child molester or somebody who fancies a, the children, right, to get up in there and be a Santa Claus or maybe a Mrs. Claus or an elf, maybe a reindeer, I don't know, you know, because if they're not. If they're not stringent on checking up on the backgrounds on these clauses, these Santa clauses, you know, then goddamn. I mean, the pickings is right for the child molesters. That's all I'm saying, right? Like, fuck. How many of you guys thought of that? Like, maybe you got some kind of, you know, gathering at your job. You know, you got a couple youngins. And you're like, oh shit, there's gonna be a Santa Claus at my my fucking job. You know, little little Billy would love to see Santa, you know? And the Santa Claus is like sitting up there and he's like, Hey Billy, bring your fat ass over here. <laughs> ah! Ah! Oh my gosh, could you imagine that? Fucking What is that guy's name? <laughs> From fucking Family Guy. What is his name? Something the fucking pervert. Like Huey the pervert or some shit. <coughs> you know, he's always he's always chasing Chris's fat ass around. You know? In the fucking TV show, the cartoon. If you guys ever watch Family Guy, but there's this old man. He's a fucking pervert. He's a child molester. And he's always He's always, I, I want to, like, you want to say he wants to fuck the teenage kid, <coughs> but I don't know if he wants to do that. I think he just wants to kind of like cuddle and touch him. I don't know. You know what I mean? And like, I don't, I don't know. They don't really, they never say it. And it's just like frustrating because you just want him to say it. Hey, I want to fuck the shit out of you, you know, whatever. No, but I mean, there's some funny moments though. Like he's always like. 
like when when he gets away the kid or whatever you know the old man will make this fucking scrunchy face you know you can see in his eyes he's kind of a little bit upset he's like chris get your fat ass over here you know like in a crazy voice (laughs) and it's fucking hilarious like i used to be able to do it really good like i don't know why you would claim that like why would i claim that that i would be able to do that voice really good sound like a fucking child molester off a fucking cartoon like who'd want to claim that apparently me like some that's some type of crowning achievement that i'm able to do that voice you know from a perverted cartoon character but yeah that's what i was thinking about i don't know why i was thinking about it i was just like hey it's christmas and i was thinking about bad santa claus i don't know if you guys ever watched that movie it's really good the second one's okay but the first one's like really good and uh yeah i was just thinking about it and i was like damn you know that's gotta be some type of child molester's dream right there is to be a santa claus get all up in that shit you know because i mean it would be comparable to me like being a santa claus and some big booty bitch or like some hot bitch that i fucking thought was sexy or i don't know whatever right Whatever girl, you know, is attractive out there, whatever, whatever she looks like that you find attractive is sitting on you and you're like, oh my gosh, I want to fuck the shit out of her. And the whole time you're fucking, you're pre-coming in your fucking Santa Claus pants, your Santa Claus underwear, you know, you're jizzing left and right and you're like, you know what I mean? Like, fuck, it'd be comparable to that. I mean. What if you're a child molester and you're like a Santa Claus and they're like sitting on your lap? I mean, that's got to be like one of those awkward as shit moments, like in the history of America. And we're back from that short break. All right, so a couple things. I still didn't get to the thing I wanted to speak about, right? How does how does sponsorship work when it comes to podcasting? Is there money in it? Is there? So, you know... I told you guys uh, last episode I was seeing somebody. You know, I've pretty much been with this person for like a month now. Mm, I guess the only thing I could say about them is they're fucking wonderful, you know. They're awesome. I love them, right? They're great. So, you know, we've, we've spoke about the podcast, obviously. You know, they told me they like it and... They enjoy listening to it, and, uh, you know, like, last night, I think we were talking about, you know, they, they told me that, oh, you know, you would be great as the voice for the, (laughs) for the trailer movies, and I'm like, oh, that's an old man, he's been doing it forever, but all right, hey, you would be great as, uh, as the voice of a character on a, you know, cartoon, or, you know, voiceover or something. I'm like, yeah, I've thought about it. 
you know, these are all things I've thought about. You know, I've been wanting to do. You know, I don't, I don't really know if there is an exact way how to do it. I don't, I don't fucking know. I really don't. I know what you're supposed to do. Are you supposed to get an agent? You're supposed to go to school for it. I don't know. I have no idea. You know, the only thing I know is I love doing this podcast, right? And as it turns out, you know, I think it was like, um, it was like four days ago. I had this email from the, from the Anchor app, you know, this is, this is how I make the show. I use this app called Anchor and they, they sent me an email telling me about, you know, they're, they're enabling, you know, people that, you know, record on the Anchor app. You know, the opportunity to to get sponsorship from, from companies. And if you turn that feature on, you know, which I, I did, I was just like, ah, you know, bloop, turn it on, right? Like, that's all you got to do is just hit the button. So I was like, all right. So I hit the button and it says, oh, Anchor will be your first sponsor. And the way it works, if you decide to go that route, is you have to record like... Um, an ad for for Anchor, you know the app, and you like I saw the script and everything. You pretty much have to you have to say how you you can you know how easy it is to make an um, a podcast through the Anchor app. You know, it's got like a little script you can read if you want, and you can add your little tidbits to it. And um, I was like, huh. That's interesting, right? And I was reading a little bit more on it. And this is how you get paid. So, drop some knowledge on you guys. This is pretty much standard, you know, when it comes to podcasting and sponsorships and whatnot. From what I've read, I mean, this is it's pretty standard. You know, they, they basically, they give you, they pay you a fee. You know, they pay you for every thousand listeners so the way it works with anchor app for example if you do an episode and you have anchor sponsors sponsor you then for every thousand people that listen to your episode you get ten dollars a thousand people is a lot of fucking people I mean, let me, let me just give you an example of how many people that is. Because up to date, like right now, I'm going to let you guys in on how many people listen to my show. You know, it's not a lot. I've never claimed it's a lot. I mean, it's, I guess it's a lot to me, I guess, because I'm just like, I'm just a country boy, man, from, from fucking West Texas. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I grew up pretty much in like, I wouldn't even call it a city. You know, and I got all these wild dreams. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't know. I grew up in a, in a little place. And, um, uh, I mean, anybody that wants to listen to me is, you know what I mean? That's, that's fucking awesome, right? Like, woo! So, so yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm grateful for anybody that wants to, wants to listen and 
wants to open their eyes and their ears to, you know, a different perspective on, on the world, on how it's looked through through the eyes of Joe Madness, right? So I I've been doing a I've been doing this podcast for a little over a year and to this date I've gotten over two thousand people. Actually, let me rephrase that because I don't want to. I don't want to uh, phrase this in the wrong way. Um, my podcast has been listened to. You know, all the episodes combined, over two thousand times. Now, that's not a lot. I mean, it really isn't. It it might seem like a lot, but it, I mean, come on, it's not. You go to, I don't know, Joe Rogan's podcast. Each episode is listened to, I don't know, what, thousands of times? You know, maybe maybe more. I mean, I don't, I don't really know off the top of my head. But, I mean, he's like the number one podcast, you know? And he does video. I don't know what, he, what kind of numbers he's pulling on audio only. But, you know, like video. I mean, he's doing several thousands, right? And, um... I don't know. I think uh, I think I was looking at my <laughs> I was looking at my fucking uh, my episodes, and it, you know it kind of tells me how many people have listened to each episode, right? I haven't even broke a hundred on any episode, you know. Um, I think there was this episode. I've talked about it a couple times. I can't remember exactly which one it is off the top of my head, but. Um, I think either way we fucking, I think it's probably got like 60 people that have listened to it. Um, Savage, the episode where I've talked about, um, you know, sex through my eyes from, from beginning to almost end, right? Like I haven't done a follow-up episode yet, but it should be coming. Um, that one's got about 65 listens. Um, I, I think it's, I think it's called "All I Do Is Win." That that one has the most listens. I don't know why. Like I, I need to go back and listen to it. Like why are people listening to that one so much? You know what I mean? Like why out of that all the episodes is all I do is win. Listen to 85 fucking times. I don't, I don't fucking know. I couldn't tell you. Is it really that good? I don't know. I mean, 85 is not a lot of people, but for me it is. I think 85 is a lot of people. I mean, those are 85 people that decided to sit down and listen to that fucking episode. You know what I mean? I don't know how many of those 85 actually listened to the whole thing, but I can tell you this. On that episode of Savage, um, out of those 65 people, I think it was either 64 or 65 people listening to the whole fucking thing. That's almost like two hours worth of shit, which is crazy. I just find that fucking insane. You know what I mean? And what did I talk about? I talked about me having sex from beginning to end. Almost end. But 
I think there was a lot of good stories in between, though. You know, and to be honest with you guys, uh, Savage is probably mo- one of the most memorable episodes I've ever done. Like, it's it's a lot of real shit in there, you know? All of it's true. All of it's seen through my eyes. And it was just, I don't know, that sex segment was just, it was amazing, you know? And, um, I don't know, it was, it was fucking, I was like, damn, did all that shit happen? And I can't believe I remembered all that stuff, you know? I mean, not all of it was good, obviously, right? But, uh, but yeah, it's, um, it's a story that should be told, I guess, you know? You know, I've always wanted to, you know, work on a book and just kind of get my perspective on life and what I've been through and stuff. And, you know, just, I don't care if it's two people that read it or a million. I mean, I think if it, if it helps anybody at all, I mean, I think that's a win-win, you know, it's just the way I look at it. It's because, you know, the things that you've been through, you know, have Every way you choose to look at them. I mean, they're amazing to somebody. You know, there's stuff that I've been through that, you know, nobody has had an opportunity or a chance or the misfortune of going through that I've been through. And, you know, I got I got knowledge on certain things that the people that weren't able to go through that, you know, whether that be a good thing or a bad thing could learn from, could benefit from. So I think it's always a good thing to try to try to pass that knowledge, that information that you may possess on to another group of people, you know, to somebody else. I think it's enlightening, I think it's informative, and it's a good way of learning. You know, it's it's one of those lost arts like I've spoke about several times. You know, the ability to be able to tell a story, you know, it's a great way to pass information. It's a great way to tell somebody about, about things that could happen. And <clears throat> it sheds, you know, a different view on on things in a different light, right? So it's really it's really a great way to learn. So if you guys haven't checked it out, go ahead and check out Savage. Go ahead and check out the most popular episode to date, which is uh I believe it's all I do is win. You know, and then probably like a close third, I guess. Would probably be either way we fucking. You know, I think people like that one because. (laughs) I think it's funny and I just talk about sex. I don't know. So. Damn. It's been crazy though. Uh, Anyways, just going back to what I was saying though about the sponsorships. Um, So yeah, basically the way the way it works with these companies like they'll pay you, um, they'll pay you a certain fee. Like Anchor will pay you, 
what they offered me, I guess. I guess it's standard for them to offer anybody this. But it's 10 bucks for every thousand listens. Well, I mean, it's not that bad, though. But it's not that great either, you know? Like, am I ever going to get a thousand listens? I don't know. I'm thinking they're paying you for, like, every episode that gets a thousand listens. You know, like 10 bucks or whatever. I mean, that's that's tough, man. I don't, I don't even, I can't even name a thousand people I know. You know, I used to, uh, I used to advertise a little bit on Facebook and I felt like, uh, I felt like my listeners were going up and I stopped advertising on Facebook and it went down. (coughs) But at the time when I decided not to, I continue advertising on Facebook and by what, what I mean by advertising is uh, I didn't pay for it. You know, I was just part of some groups and I would just I would put a picture, you know, that I made or a poster. And then I would say, hey, listen to my episode, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Right. And people would listen to it. You know, and slowly but surely my my viewers are coming on up. And then I just I was over Facebook. So I just said, fuck it. I don't want to do it anymore. So I stopped advertising and I think my listeners went down by like three to 500, you know, which is a lot, you know what I mean? Cause it was growing like crazy. It was growing a lot. Several months ago, it was, it was pretty, it's pretty high, you know, like it took a big jump and then it took a big dive when I stopped doing that. So I don't know. I just I didn't realize at the time how big of an impact Facebook was doing, but I don't know, man. I, I fucking hate social media. You know, it's it's annoying to me. You know, it's just I don't know, it's not it's not what I want to be about. But sometimes you gotta be about something like that. And it's I don't know, it's something I'm gonna have to come to terms with, but at this particular moment in time I don't want to. So you know, it's just kinda like it is what it is type of thing, right? But um, what what anger does um, does tell is that you know other companies. I don't know what companies. I mean, they don't tell you which ones. But supposedly there are companies that if they they want to sponsor you, I don't know why they would. You know what I mean? I don't fucking know. It probably just has to do with numbers. But um, if they choose to sponsor you. You know, they, they could pay you a lot more than what, you know, Anchor pays you, which is the $10. But still, you got to get like a thousand listens and whatnot. It's just, you got to do their ads and everything. And I don't know. I, I don't really, I don't really know at this point in time how I could get a thousand listens. So, I'm not really sure on that. It seems like one of those difficult tasks to accomplish. Oh, I'm going to get a thousand people to listen to me for $10. Yay! I mean, I'll tell you all day I'm fucking awesome. You know what I mean? Like, I can talk about anything. I can get anybody to talk. I got superpowers your little mind cannot even imagine. 
and it's awesome, you know? So, uh, you know, the, the thing that, you know, it can't, it kind of seems to hold true, hold water with basically the podcast industry is, uh, nobody knows about it, you know? Not a lot of people know about podcasts. Like, you know, my girlfriend, she, uh, she was like, oh, I didn't even know podcasts existed until you told me. I'm like, yeah, they do. They exist on the internet, you know? So, I'm sure there's a lot of people out there like that, you know? I've, I've met them. I've come across them, you know? And I don't know, hopefully most of them are still listening, but I don't know. It's just, uh, yeah, it's really hard. It's really hard to get people to listen when, you know, you're not really putting money into it. You don't have a big media company backing you. But that, yeah, that's pretty much the gist on the, uh, on advertising on podcasts. You know, if you got the numbers, you can make money. You know, let's, let's just take the um, the $10 that Anchor is offering for every thousand listeners on a single episode, right? If you got a million listeners, you could get paid $10,000. That's, <laughs> that's not bad. I mean, how did you get a million listeners though? I don't fucking know. I mean, do a million people want to listen to me? I don't know, man. That's crazy. You know, I'm that motherfucker with the million dollar voice. You know what I'm saying? So, it's possible. I just don't know how to do it. I don't I don't have the knowledge on how to make that shit happen. So, I guess until I figure it out, I'm just uh I'm just going to continue to be another you know, bro Mexican, right? The show is back. So I came across this thing on YouTube the other day. You know, one of my favorite podcasts, The Fight It and the Kid. You know, I watch it I listen to it every now and again. You know, I don't I don't claim to, you know, pay attention to it consistently, but you know, if they have some clips or if somebody is a guest on the show and you know, they they draw my interest or they're speaking on a specific topic, then I'm like, "Oh, need to listen to that." You know, and they had a guest the other day. You know, this guy, you could probably remember him from Mad TV, you know, back in the 90s. Aries Spears. Now, this is a guy that he's been in the game. He's been doing stand-up. He's been fucking, you know, popping here and there since he was 16, right? Now he's, (laughs) I don't know. I want to say he's like, I don't know, 45, 50. 
you know, and this guy still think he still thinks he has a chance to, you know, pop off in the, the comedy game. You know, some bitch has been doing it so long. It's just like, God damn, dude. Like, if you haven't popped off by now, like, what makes you think you're going to pop off? Like, you're in a couple months or a year, you know? I personally, I don't, I don't really like the guy. You know, and the reason I don't like him. Like, the only, the only shit he does... As far as his artistic style, comically, he does impressions. I'm not really a big fan of impressions. Like, I... (laughs) Like, I'm I'm not. Like, that doesn't... That doesn't... I don't know. It doesn't amuse me. I don't think it's entertainment. Like, oh, you kind of sound like that one guy off that one movie. Like, how is that impressive? You sound like somebody else. Okay. Alright. Like what does that mean? What does that do for me? It doesn't do a motherfucking thing. I just don't find it amusing. And this is what this guy specializes in. He's kind of like that Frank Caliendo motherfucker. Now that guy. If you haven't heard of him. He's kind of famous for impersonating John Madden. You know. The famous coach. The player. The guy who came up with uh, the biggest football game in the history of gaming, right? Like he impersonates them. I, I, like, how is that talented? I don't, I don't see it. I just don't. Like, if you sound like somebody else and you kind of act like them, like, okay, like, what? I'm I'm just kind of like, what else you got? You know, like that doesn't do anything for me. So that's just kind of how I feel about Ari Spears. Like, I think at the end of the day, he doesn't have anything of substance besides his, hey, you know, I kind of do a Denzel and I kind of do an LL Cool J, which I don't even know. Does anybody know what LL Cool J sounds like? I don't know. I don't fucking know. All I know is he licks his lips a lot. He licks his lips a lot, and he works out a lot. You know what I mean? So he has, like, pretty good abs. Other than that, no, nothing about the motherfucker, right? Who else does he impersonate? Um, Mike Tyson? Like, I think that one's overplayed. Other than that, man, like, that's his, that's his comedy. I mean, he impersonates people, you know? I just don't think he's funny. I don't think he's good at it. You know, I don't, I don't know. I just don't have any positive say about the guy. And the reason I bring this up is because he was a, he was a guest on Fighter on the Kid, right? Fighter and the Kid. And, you know, one of the things he spoke about was, you know, he's done things and, you know, show business where people don't like him anymore. You know, he's he's a little bit, I guess, outlandish. He speaks his mind, that type of shit. And, I mean, it really is unfortunate, though. But if you have the talent, which I don't think he has, um, I guess it really doesn't matter, right? If you're a diva or if you're portrayed in such a way, right, that people do not like. 
I mean, let's take uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, for example. I mean, if he's difficult to deal with, I mean, do people really give a shit? I mean, the guy, he brings the star power to any type of movie, you know? Like, his performance in Django Unchained was amazing. Everybody knows he was great in Titanic. I can't think of any other fucking movie he's been in. Um, the Wolf of Wall Street was amazing. He's uh, he's a big Scorsese nut hugger. You know, he, he seems to come out in all his fucking movies, it seems like. But, um, but yeah, he's a great actor, you know. He's a great looking guy. So, it just, I don't know, it makes sense, right? You know, and then you go to Ari Spears, you know. The biggest thing I think he's done is Mad TV. I remember he came out in that movie, uh, Joanna Man. I mean, it wasn't a big movie, but it was it was funny. It was a funny movie. It just, I mean, he's just not. I don't know. He's just. I don't. I don't see any type of talent in the guy. I don't like the guy. I don't know why. You ever come across people like on the TV or in an entertainment business and? You're just like, yeah, you know what? I can do without him. Like, he, if he was not alive, I'd be okay with it, you know? He's just one of those guys like that. I just, I don't like him. I don't know why. Is that a bad thing? I don't, I don't think so. I just, I just don't like him. And he seems like really disgruntled with his craft, you know, like, the way people are treating him, he thinks people are racist, and it's like, bitch, <laughs> the world is racist. What else you got? You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, fucking, could have told you that, homie. It's unfortunate, but I don't think it's ever going away. Racism's not going away. It's a thing that will continue to live on forever and ever and ever because it's passed on from generation to generation, right? I mean, you can't just go around blaming your life struggles and misfortunes on racism. Like, it's it's normal. Racism is normal. It's something that exists. You know, I was born into this world. Racism was already there, obviously. You know, it, it will continue to be there long after I'm dead. I mean, it's... It's a proven fact. I mean, is it good? No, it's not good. You know, it's not It's not good that people believe that their color, their skin, or their genetic makeup is better than another person's. I mean, that's, that's horrible, right? But it is what it is. You know, what are you going to do? You know, this is the way I was born into this fucking world. You know, it was already like that when I came in. You know, how are you supposed to change it? The only way you can change things is by having a conversation about it. You know, it's as simple as that. You know, you got to be able to convince the masses, convince the simpletons by the way you speak, your words, by your thoughts, your ideas, that it's not that way. And it, it shouldn't be that way, you know? 
If you were not able to do that, then you failed. You know, and that's unfortunate. Because when it comes to racism, failure should not be an option. You know, it's it's one of those things that should not exist in the world, but it does. You know, it thrives on it being passed down from generation to generation. You know, and it, it's never ending. It's something that will continue to live on for as long as those people that believe in those and that way of thinking those principles keep reproducing and passing that down to the next generation but just going back to this Ari Spears guy it's just uh, I don't know I don't know what he expects you know like um, he seems to do a lot of blaming on you know his outspokenness but um, when when you have when you have that characteristic where you're outspoken and you say shit you shouldn't say and you say things that aren't appealing or pleasant to others even if they need to be said and you say them anyways and they you know most people wouldn't say them because it's just like, how dare you, right? How dare you say that? How dare you speak on things that shouldn't be talked about, shouldn't be spoken of? But when you decide to do that, I mean, you got to understand, you got to know. You got to already know. I mean, come on. You got to already know that there will be backlash. There will be repercussions that they will not be taken in like your words spoken will not be taken in you know um, in a beautiful manner so you know just for him to sit there and act like hey I can say whatever I want and there will be no consequences it's just like Come on, dude. Like, you, you're you old enough, motherfucker. Like, come on. You know, I don't have a... I don't have a problem with him, like, talking about, you know, any of this, right? Like, I don't have any issues with that. You know, the, the issue I have with Aerie Spears is he wants to sit there and bitch about it. Complain. It's like, motherfucker, own up to it, man. Like, if you want to go against the grain, if you want to go against the establishment, if you want to go against what people are comfortable with, then expect that. You know, expect to be shunned. Expect um, to be talked about in a harsh manner. Expect uh, expect people to, you know, shy away from you, you know? Not want to be in the business of you. You know, if you choose that path, I mean, own up to it, man. That's all I'm saying. 
You know, I'm a firm believer of being yourself. Of, you know, being, being true to what you believe in. Of how you feel. Of how you think. You know, everything that has to do with yourself, right? Like, what are you going to be other than yourself? I don't think there's anything else you should be. But, and being yourself, you have to realize that not everybody's going to like you, you know? And if they don't like you, you have to be strong enough. You have to be willing to accept the fact that You know, the consequences could be dire. You know, there there are things that could come a result of you, you know, being that type of way, right? I mean, come on. We're all adults here. I mean, you act in such a manner that scares the fuck out of white people. What do you expect? Like, the white people aren't going to sit there and be like, oh, my gosh. This guy's so silly. He says the darndest things. Let's keep him around. No, they're going to be like, fuck him. You know? He's fucking up our Kool-Aid. Like, fuck that dude. Get him out of here. You know, love it or not. I mean, the people that are in charge are white people. You know? They are. What are you going to do? There's nothing you can do. You know, I I could sit here and think of ways to, um, to try to make the world better. To try to make my life better. To try to make um, your world better. You know, I got asked the other day, what would I do in a situation of... People trying to storm the wall, you know, because I think we spoke on this on the last episode, you know, the the caravan, you know, finally arrived at the wall, at the walls of uh, the U.S. And, you know, they they fucking try to storm, you know, the walls, I guess, and try to get over and whatnot. You know, and I got asked about this. I was like, well, they were like, what would you do? And I was like, I, I don't know. I don't fucking know. I don't want to even talk about it. Like, I don't have an opinion. I really don't. It's one of those things where it's just like, like, what is the right thing to do? I mean, nobody, no, no other country has this fucking problem where people are trying to fucking Get all up in there, you know, and you know, they make it sound like they're welcoming people with open arms and shit. And that's not the reality, you know. You know, people have this preconceived notion, this idea, this um this thought that once you get here to the US it's it's some some beautiful fucking fantasy you know and that's what it is it's a fucking fantasy you know it's a fantasy of an idea that once you get here everything will be great everything will be better 
than what it was. And I've been here since birth. I can sit here and tell you that it's not. That is not reality. I mean, is it reality for some? Of course. But not enough. You know? You know, and I've I've been um I've been asked about, you know, people that have done bad things in the world, you know? About people that have been maybe have been um what's the word I'm looking for here? Wrongfully accused, right? And you know, the only thing I got to say about that is just like You know, if you know you're doing bad in the world, whether society thinks it's bad, whether it's morally bad, or maybe it's not, you know, maybe it's just against the law. You know, let's let's take drug dealers, for example, you know, Um, I think if you're a drug dealer, If you're fucking with guns and you're selling drugs, I don't think that makes you a good person. You know, it's easy money for one. You know, anybody can do it. You know, it 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 doesn't it's not it's not a hard thing to do. You know, selling drugs is not something that's comparable to like, hey, do you want to sell drugs or do you want to make an iPhone? So I tell you all day, fucking selling drugs has got to be way easier than making an iPhone, you know? I mean, you try to make an iPhone, like, how do you fucking make a phone, let alone an iPhone? You know, it, it takes, I, I would say it would take a, some type of genius to make a phone, you know? I mean, I couldn't tell you how to make a phone. I have no fucking idea. But if you ask me how I would go about selling dope, selling drugs, I mean, I have an idea. I have a great idea, you know, but would I do it? Hell no. Like, it's not worth it. It really isn't. Like, it's it's like one of those things where. You know, you you think that that type of lifestyle is beautiful because it's, I mean, come on, society and fucking, it brings it up, you know, it, it makes it sexy to fucking, to sell shit, you know, to be a drug dealer, to be a rapper, to be this, to be that. I mean, if you're selling drugs, I mean, it's easy money. It really is. But are you smarter than the fucking cops? Are you? And somebody told me, like, oh, the cops are clean. You know, like, man, you think so? Because how do you catch a rat? To catch a rat, you got to think like a rat. You got to act like a rat. You got to be a rat. So to catch a drug dealer, how do you think these cops do it? They don't do it by being fucking Boy Scouts, you know? They do it by being a fucking drug dealer. 
If I was a drug dealer, how would I catch him? What would I do? How would I think? I mean, if you if you're gonna play that game where you're gonna catch a fucking a person doing something that's against the law, you gotta think like them. You gotta be them. You gotta act like them. You know, and part of that it goes with doing some things that aren't lawful, you know? Because if you're going to catch somebody who's breaking the law, that's fucking doing anything and everything to dodge you, then you're going to do some shit that's unorthodox, you know? You know, it's not going to be a conventional way of catching said person. Because these people... That you're trying to catch or I'm playing, you know, by the rules. <laughs> They're breaking every fucking rule. They're doing anything and everything to get away from you. So playing by the rules is just, it's ignorant. It doesn't make any sense. So when these people get busted doing shit that they shouldn't be doing and they get busted by the law in an unconventional way it might be shady oh they didn't do it the right way they were they were breaking the law like really bitch like you were breaking the fucking law how do you expect me to catch you by playing by the rules it's not gonna happen (coughs) so Yeah, I guess that's all I got to say about that. Like, if you're going to break the rules to make easy money, don't expect the people that are coming after you to play by the rules. It's been proven over and over that they're not going to. You know, there's something called rules of engagement, you know? It's, um... I don't know the exact, you know, wording for it at the moment, you know, but, uh, the world comes together, right? (laughs) And they come up with these rules of engagement, these things that you can't and you cannot do that you can and you cannot do during war. And, um, Let's just say the bad guys don't give a fuck about that shit. You know what I mean? Like, they're like, oh, well, we shouldn't be doing that because they come up with the rules of engagement. No, they don't care. But they'll scream and holler all day when the fucking, supposedly the good guys don't abide by those said rules, right? You know, it's the same shit in the States, man. It really is. You know, if drug dealers are bad people, they're um, they're not going by the rules. Then how would how would you sit there and expect the the so-called good guys, the guys that are coming after you, to abide by the rules? How would you sit there and expect them to do that? That doesn't make any sense. It really doesn't. Now, 
One may say that somebody selling weed to another individual does not necessarily make them a bad person. But, come on. If you're selling weed, you got to be selling other shit too. Pills, dope, crack, heroin, whatever. Whatever you want to fucking sell, right? I mean, if you're ruining lives, if, you're, if, if those drugs are getting in the hands of kids, you know, if, if you're fucking up people's lifestyle, their homes, I mean, it's a bad, it's a bad thing all day, you know? Swing it however you want. You know, at the end of the day, you can swing things however the fuck you want to swing them. But it doesn't make it right. It doesn't. It doesn't make it right. You know, I... You know, I've always noticed that when you speak about weed, you know, the potheads, the people that smoke marijuana, they always... They always find a way to defend... Against whatever you're saying on it. Even if it's not your own opinion. They will fucking come at you with the pitchforks. You know, I think the last episode I spoke on... uh, Spoke on weed and I spoke on drinking and driving, you know? And it was a thing that I learned from a class that I was obligated to take. That marijuana and drinking is not a good combination... And, you know, let alone on their own, they're fucking bad when it comes to driving. You know, when you mix driving and you mix smoking and you mix fucking drinking, whether it be just one or the other, you know, it's just a bad combination. You know, and a lot of potheads, they don't agree with that, you know, and they want to bash you. But at the same time, it's just like it's not something I came up with. I'm just relaying the information. Don't kill the messenger, right? I guess what I'm trying to say is, um, you know, if you choose that easy money over trying to work hard, whether it works for you or not, you're a piece of shit all day in my eyes. You know, I'm not going to sit here and act like I'm above any of that. Because I'm not. You know, I feel like I'm a piece of shit too. You know, I don't, I don't think anybody trying to make that easy money is a good person. I don't. I will never believe that way. You know, because there are other things that you can be doing. That does not involve... Something illegal. You know, whether you believe it's it should be legal or should it be legal, I mean it it doesn't really matter though, does it? Because it's gonna continue to be illegal. <laughs> I mean, what are you gonna do to change that? Are you gonna try to be the president? What are you gonna try to do? You know what I mean? So Yeah, I think it be I, I think it takes a bigger person 
to not try to get that easy money. I mean, anybody can sit here and they can succeed at easy money, you know? But for how long? Like, is this sustainable? Not really. I mean, you're going to get caught. And the thing that bothers me, though, is, all right, well, you're going you're gonna to go for that easy money, right? You made that conscious choice, that decision to, to be okay with that, right? So how come when you get caught, you have all sorts of excuses, you have all sorts of people to blame, but you can't own up, you can't own up to yourself, you know? It's everybody's fault but yourself. Like, I wouldn't have a problem with it. But you can't own up to it. Like, you can't accept the fact that it was your choice. That it was your idea. That you agreed to do this thing that you knew was going to get you a bunch of fucking problems. Right? You were you were cool with taking in the money, that easy fucking cash. You were cool with that. You didn't have any problem with taking in that fucking bills, you know? No problem with it. But as soon as you got caught, oh, it wasn't mine. It wasn't my fault. It was this person's fault. You know? Like you got everybody else to blame but yourself. Like, you a piece of shit all day. Just say, I fucked up. So, everybody does not know does not know what that sound means. But it's the end of the show. (laughs) Don't cry about it. So there's been a lot of changes to the app. I... I don't even know how to put... what the sound of the end of the show... is... on this episode. Because... It's like I can't. I can't do it. I don't know why. It just doesn't let me for whatever reason. So it's just something I got to deal with, you know. But it's not It's not a bad thing, though, you know. Just like everything else in the world, you know, it evolves. You adapt to change. And it's just like any other day, right? But it's going to be a good day, though. It's already been a great day. We've talked about all sorts of shit. We've discussed topics that nobody else would even talk about. <laughs> we've, um, we've gone over things that nobody has the balls to even speak of. So... That in itself is a victory. You know, I'm I'm happy about that. 
You know, um... You know, there are things in the world that we will never understand. But they do exist. You know, these things that even though we don't understand, they'll continue to exist in the world. And, you know, a lot of them, it's, it's just a matter of, you know, you have to live with them, so... There's really not much you can do about it. You think about the people that made serious changes in the world, you know, like Martin Luther King. You know, he died. <laughs> he died making change. So, it's just like, is that, <laughs> is that, is that really something you want to do? I don't want to die right now. I don't know if you guys do, but I don't. I don't want to die. I guess there I guess there are times that you do got to stand up for for things that you do believe in but is death really like the ultimate price to pay like is that something you should have to pay for something you believe in you know you can't just have an opinion on something and then it'd be okay doesn't seem that way huh You know, um, is I ride the bus every now and again. You know, there continues to be a chair on the bus that is the um, Rosa Parks chair, right? It's in uh, yellow and it has her name on it. Is that a good thing? I mean, I don't know. I have no idea. You know, I, I've spoken on this before, but it's a funny thing that nobody wants to sit in the front. They all want to sit in the back. So I think it's fucking hilarious. Like this person stood up for something that they wanted. And then in the years to come, nobody wants to sit in the front. They want to sit in the back. You know, I love sitting in the front, though. I'm not even sure why. I think it's because the seats, like, they face inward in such a way that you don't have to have the sun in your face, I guess. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. You know, another thing I noticed, um, off topic, right? You know, if you go, if you go to McDonald's, the one, the one that's close by the house, anyways. There's a ghetto section. I don't know if you guys have ever seen this before, but uh, it's where the homeless people, the drug dealers, and the prostitutes hang out. You know, I don't like sitting over there because it's awkward. And come on, I don't want to. I don't want to get asked for money. You know, I never, I never carry cash. You know, so it's like, fuck. You know, it's just, you know, it's just icky. You know, I don't want to sit over there. So, does it make me a bad person? Maybe. I mean, I don't fucking know. I just don't want to sit over there. So, you know, it is what it is, right? 
But um, but yeah, most of these people who sit over there, they're fucking ghetto as fuck, man. Like you, you guys know, you guys have a picture already in your head of what's ghetto and what's not ghetto. Everything you could possibly imagine is over there. That's ghetto. You know, I don't have anything against these people. I just don't want to. I don't want to be associated with them. I don't want to be a part of their whatever they're doing. You know, I kind of feel like these people have just given up on life. Like they're um, they're insignificant. They're they're definitely somebody I don't want to be associated with, and. I don't I don't even believe they're they're worth even speaking about. You know? Like anybody can sit here and you know beg for money, make money the easy way. As far as dealing dope, drugs, whatever, right? You know, I think it takes a bigger person to do things the harder way. We just make, you know, that clean money, you know? You know, money in general is always going to be dirty, but... You know, if you got to do it the... You got to do it the easy way as far as dealing drugs or begging for it. I mean, come on. Like, fuck you out of here. I'm better than that. You know, if I can't fucking talk you out of your fucking money, then what kind of person am I? I don't want to know that me, you know, deciding to sell drugs is going to end up in in the hands of kids and destroying lives, you know? I don't want to destroy anybody's life. You know, there's enough heartache, there's enough turmoil... There's enough bullshit in the planet that's ruining lives on the daily. I don't need to contribute to that shit. I mean, I don't have money as it is, but I'm not going to sit there and fucking contribute to the problem if I don't have to. You know, if I got kids of my own and they need fucking food in their mouth, I'm going to do what I have to do. But until that day, I don't have any qualms fucking doing shit the hard way, you know, which does not involve drugs, does not involve selling the kids, does not involve fucking up people's lives, you know? I mean, there's enough of the bad shit, horrible shit going on in the world. I don't need to contribute to that shit. Like, I'm not that big of a piece of shit to fucking sit there and do that, you know? Like, how do people sleep at night? You know, doing that type of bullshit, you know? There's a lot of... A lot of heartache, a lot of headache going on. Why be a part of it? You know, if you want to call call it a hustle, I mean, there's 
There's nothing wrong with that. It doesn't have to be that, though. It doesn't have to be the drugs getting in the hands of kids. It doesn't have to be the, the drugs getting in the hands of people that aren't competent enough to fucking say no. And it's ruining their fucking households, you know? People having to go without so these people can have their drug of choice. That's all I'm saying. Like, fuck that shit. I don't need to be a part of the problem. I mean, if anything, I need to be part of the solution. I mean, I, I can't live with myself as a man and sit there and fucking contribute to a problem that I shouldn't... I, I don't have any fucking business being a part of. So as always, you know, I'm that motherfucker with the million dollar voice Joe Madness this is the best fucking podcast on the planet hands down that whole bow with a southern twain show you guys know it's coming I'm out bitches